The Realm Tree. Episode 24, Seeds and Secrets. All right, Cedar, just like before, focus the energy into your fingertips and let it just pour out of them naturally. Got it. Carry on, my friend. You can do it. What can I call this move? Cedar seed growth? Cedar supplement? I'll name it later. I held the handful of seeds in my palm and focused, just like Dr. Demeter showed me. My hand glowed green and the shells and the seeds cracked open, spiraling out into roots and flowers on my hand. That was perfect, Cedar! Oh, your focus was durability before, right? You're taking to plant growth super quickly. I mean, I know autumn and spring realms do it differently, but it's still really impressive. He was actually already on his way with his durability powers. Both that and plant growth are branches of biomancy. Takes a different kind of focus, though. For my cedar shield, I concentrate on a defensive aura to different parts of my body. To get biomancy to accelerate plant growth, I have to stay more grounded and let the energy flow through me into other living things. I'm lucky to have such a talented teammate. He even knocked Daisy out in a one-on-one during the test. Ah, good times! Little lady put up a nice brawl. Excuse me? You did what to my daughter? Oh, (laughs) sorry, Dr. Demeter. That's not the best thing to say out of context. Our teams had to face off during the test. Oh my. I mean, did you really have to? I wanted to. I like fighting, as long as everyone's fine after. And we were. We fought in a controlled environment, but knowing that the Council was manipulating us through the process, those fights and many other aspects of the test have soured in my mind. My test was... let's see... almost 20 years ago? I suppose fighting other teams was a part of it. It all seems so pointless now that I haven't seen combat in decades. All a part of the council schemes, perhaps. It certainly justified a more iron-fisted approach to their method. And it makes it easy to scout potential recruits and snag the jewels of fallen fairies. Awful, awful stuff. Well, I'm glad you kids are doing something about it. My generation didn't manage much change. Please, stay as safe as you can. I'll leave you all for now. Verdant's shift is about over. I'll be taking over the house calls for the rest of the day, and he'll hold things down here. I'll keep training. You rock, Doc. Your family is a gift to the Six Realms. Hmm, truer words have never been spoken. Thanks for hosting all of us, and please let us know if there's anything we can do to help you out. Of course. Bye for now, everyone! I'll bounce, too. Gonna work on my powers with Kai for a few hours before meeting up with Daisy to talk lunch. But let's do this more often. It's cool hanging out with you guys. And you're a very refreshing presence, Gardenia. You're more grounded than most of the fairies here. Someone's gotta be. Talk later. (laughs) See ya! Fly safe, Gardenia. Alright. This is a pretty good amount of flowers. Lyndon, did you find a good spot for us to put them? I did. There's a hollowed-out tree in the forest. It may have been struck by lightning. That's perfect. (laughs) I'll gather the team in a bit. I really wish we could do something in the night realm for her, but for now, that'll be a good spot for her grave. (laughs) 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 You're not gonna yell, Merc? No thanks. It's not my style. Whatever. On guard. In the closed space of our underground hideout, I sat cross-legged against the wall and watched the free-for-all begin. 
Florence, Mercury, Hazel, and Rondell. Hazel's sword collided with Rondell's stone blade, then his weapon changed back into baby Rondell, then to a stone gauntlet on his hand. The transformations caused Hazel to stumble forward off balance. Rondell tried to meet her with a blow to the ribs, only for him to punch right through the Hazel clothes. The real Hazel leapt from behind a stone pillar and kicked him in the back. Florence retracted her ice spikes into her arms, then recreated them as long scythes coming off her wrists. She chased down Mercury and swiped at him viciously, but he kept moving faster and faster in a circle. He moved so quickly, he left behind afterimages of light. One of the afterimages stabilized into the real Mercury and cut Florence across the cheek. Damn it! If this was a real fight, that would have been the killing blow. Yeah, yeah, I know. How'd you do that? Don't tell me you can clone yourself like Hazel can. <laughs> Behind them, Rondell had changed his weapon into a glaive, a spear with a long bladed edge. He swung it around to drive back the barrage of Hazel clones closing in on him. Stay back! No cloning here. I teleported myself into one of the after-images I created for moving so quickly to catch you off guard. Took a lot out of me, but it was worth testing. Misdirection. I like it. Thank you. Gotcha! Rondell ran back from the platoon of Hazels, then threw his glaive into the air. It turned back into baby Rondell, who raised its doll-like hands. Rocks from the ground flew towards it like magnets, molding into and letting it grow into a giant stone fist. Ha-ha! Uh-oh. All Hazels retreat! The giant stone hand swatted and punched effortlessly through the hazel, the clone slamming against the walls and vanishing. One of the last hazels standing hit the wall and didn't disappear. <gasps> Baby Rondell, track her! Floating stone fist disappeared into the ground like it was water. When Hazel staggered to her feet, stone slabs came up to her left and right. They trapped her between them, becoming a cylinder. She started to fall over. Oh, damn and blast! You have bested me! <sighs> oh, that was a good one. So that's 49 total wins for you, and 50 for me. Rondell tossed the tiny Hazel that tried to jump attack him from behind back over to her. She disappeared in a spark of light. Florence fist-bumped Mercury, then approached me, wiping the cut on her cheek with her sleeve. Oh, babe, don't do that. You're wearing white. Huh? Oh, my bad. Why don't we have a washer-dryer fairy hanging around? I'll do you one better. Guess who's here to heal you all up? Hey, Daisy. Right on time. All right, everyone, wound check. Cut on my face. Rib might be cracked. I am restrained on the ground! Oh, right. Baby Rondell, return! <laughs> I am free! <laughs> oh, and in need of healing. Single file, please. Florence grabbed me by the waist and kissed my cheek, then ran over to get healed by Daisy. It had been about seven weeks since we first landed in the Demeter's yard. Everyone had grown so powerful, unlocking new abilities, refining the ones they already had, and learning to work together as one unit. It's hard to believe that not too long ago, we were all on different teams. Good as new. Thanks, Days. Hey, babe, how many more days until we do the plan? Nine days, just over a week. Then we get moving, huh? That's the idea. 
Do we need to review our teams? I think I got it. Me, Ing, and Cedar are gonna find Lilygrain, Lancaster, here in the Spring Realm. We'll take her fragment thing to drop the barrier. Then I'm going with Daisy and Lyndon to take on Real Moth, the Autumn Rep, and do the same. I'll be joining Mercury and Gardenia to take on Camp Avalon and his forces. Hopefully we can get the day fragment without taking on the whole military. Lex and Nadine are gonna go with Nicholas to take on Beatrice von Brass and bring back Sunshine. Then Professor Doherty's taking Vander Gray and Kai to get the night fragment from Cassius. And with all the barriers dropped, we find our allies and each other, and make the Council surrender. Also, Freya the Summer Beast is coming with me. Is Fortuna doing the same for you, Mercury? That's right. If Saul and Catherine are in the Day Realm, we'll need her. What about Talia? All eyes turn to Daisy. Uh, not sure, really. She's been training with her mom in the Night Realm during all the group meetings. I don't think she was assigned anywhere. Has there been any progress? I want to know if she's figured out those new powers of hers. Yeah, she's got one figured out. Between that and Jinx, I'm sure she could fit into any of the teams. It's strange not having her around. I feel the same way. I hope she's taking care of herself. Yeah. Me too. Don't look so worried, sweetheart. Remember, you've done this before and it's in your blood. I know, I know. It's still hard to take the jump. My mom and I stood at the edge of a waterfall that plunged downwards into a dark lake. The drop down looked intense, but it was still safer to practice here than in the deeper lakes where night realm animals lurked. Whew, okay. I just gotta do it. Okay. One, two, three! Without wings to catch me, without Jinx fused to my back, I leapt down the waterfall in a pencil dive, legs first. I let the current catch me. I had a few seconds before hitting the water below. Legs and defense. Legs and defense. Legs and defense. I broke the surface of the water with a crash, sinking down so far I almost touched the earthy riverbed. I kicked up to the surface, my legs still just legs. When I came up for air, Jinx was waiting for me at the riverbank. Still no fishtail? Still no fishtail. Dying. Thought you had it there. The dive was way more confident. Mom said it's not about the confidence, it's about the practice. And the desire to swim or something. Sure, but some confidence might not hurt, you know? It should be... fun. Do you want to jump off a waterfall? Are you kidding me? Have you seen how small I am? No thank you, I would get pulverized. <laughs> you see what I mean? Fine, fine. But I know you can do it. You survive getting beating up, dueling other fairies, jumping around on a snow giant, swimming through a water giant, and so much more. Using these powers inside you is just a matter of time. Yeah, you're right. I just hope I have enough time. That type of attitude won't help you here. Trust me. Loosen up. I'm going to go recharge at the round crystal again. I'm feeling more like myself by the day. When I'm back, I know you'll have this figured out. Alright, Jinx. I'll see you later. As Jinx ran off through the forest, my mom waved at me, and I ran back up to her side to try again. As she told me almost two months ago, she and I shared the blood of the same species, a species separate from the fairies. Those whose magic doesn't come from jewels on their backs, but from the power to change their own bodies. You walk through the celestial gate. It doesn't make wings grow. 
It unshackles fairies from their curse. Maybe it unshackled you from yours too. Let me show you what you are capable of. Mom, you have a fish tail? Am I a fish person? No, Talia, you're not a fish person. And you're only half fairy. As for the other half, we call ourselves Amorphians. Amorphians? Yes. We have within us the power to change ourselves and match the bodies of other creatures. The fish-tailed, the four-legged, the long-clawed, and even the powers of fairies lie within us. You didn't show signs of these powers before. But if you step through the gate, maybe its energy entered the fairy side of you. And instead of wings, it awakened these latent powers. My mom swam back to the shore. She climbed out, her tail changing back into legs and wings. I'm sure this is a lot to take in. So please let me know if you have any questions, Talia. I'd be happy to answer them for you. I'm so happy I finally can. Why didn't you tell me before? Why did I go through 16 years thinking I was a broken fairy? Your father and I thought it would be best for your own protection. When you were born, we decided to raise you here. The place I once called home would have been even more dangerous. (sighs) Okay. I'll accept that for now because I have so many more questions. Next, you and Dad, did you know he was doing any of this? No, Talia. Over the years, I watched your father go from an optimistic fairy trying to change the world to the cold individual he is now. I had the slightest idea of what he's doing. It's been a secret from me. Mom, he's killing fairies. Young fairies, my age. He's taking their jewels to become stronger, and the council is on his side, except for Professor Doherty. Don't forget to add, he's also taking the powers of my brethren. Right. He's also taking the powers of the realm beasts like Jinx here. She was trapped in the realm tree, and I got her out. Dad has two of their powers so far. Three, I guess, if you count one of his lackeys taking the winter flame. And that seems to be all he needed. I've heard of beasts within the tree before. A man who lives in the Night Realm told us about them a long time ago. I believe his name was Vander Grey. I know Vander Grey, but how did he know about the beasts? He told us that once in a depressive state, he used his powers to warp directly into the realm tree. It sounded crazy, and I paid him no heed since he seemed intoxicated. But he told us he saw a giant white whale swimming through the air like it was water. Soon after that, he was arrested and held as a criminal for a time. That wasn't a cat. Without a doubt. I met that beast. She's gone now. Her power was taken by a winter boy who works for the council. I wonder if learning about the beast spurred your father's transformation. Over the next few years, he became obsessed with becoming guardian of the realm tree. With his talent and his credentials, it was inevitable. Then once the previous sovereign died, he was chosen as inheritor of that title as well. And you have no idea why he's trying to collect this much power? I'm sorry, my dear. I haven't the faintest clue. But if his ambition threatened your life, I don't care about his reasons. I will help stop him, and I will teach you how to defend yourself. Well, this worked out as well as it could have. So you're going to teach me how to transform into a fish person? And more. Since Amorphians can turn into fairies, one day you might even be able to give yourself wings. Over the next month, I spent more time with my mom in the Night Realm than with everyone at the Demeters. I occasionally had to sneak past a patrolling Day Realm soldier, but they were spread then. 
The first transformation she wanted to teach me was that of the long clod. We found an area of the forest thick with black vines. Jinx climbed a nearby tree to watch. The long clawed are a small species that defend themselves with razor-sharp nails. They call themselves goblins, but we Amorphians tend to have rather clinical names for other species. What's the clinical name for fairies? Insect-winged is the least rude of them. (laughs) Interesting. Alright, how do I give myself claws? So eager, that's the spirit! There's a mental and physical component to transforming. These powers are easiest to access under anger and desperation. As for the physical... My mom turned to face the black vines curling around a tree. Her nails flashed and grew long like knives before she swung her arm upward and sliced through the vines like water. Plant sap dripped out of them. That's the motion you want. Like a wounded animal going right for the kill. Fast and relentless. Okay, so I just practice, uh, swinging my arms? For now. I took a deep breath, then swung one hand sideways through the air, holding it open like a claw. When I looked down at my hand, I saw the nails had elongated just a bit. Amazing, Talia! Whoa. Hey, but they don't seem as long and pointy as yours. You'll get there. As with anything physical, it requires practice and training. Try slicing through a vine next. I approached another tree wrapped in dark vines. When I swung my hand at them, the first of my nails to strike it cracked. Are you alright? Yeah, I just broke a nail and... Oh, it's back to normal? After you retract your nails, your body returns to its original form without damage to the parts you grew. But the pain may linger since your nerves are the same. Got it. If I keep trying, my nails will grow and get tougher eventually, right? Yes. As you become more comfortable both mentally and physically. It's natural for your hands to feel a little sore after, but you'll get used to it and become stronger in time. Hey Talia, do you want to try fusing for this one? You get pretty angry and strong when using my powers. That might help. Oh, good idea. Mom, let me try something. Jinx leapt from a tree branch onto my shoulder. She fused with my back, creating the row of jewels. Dark energy crackled around my hands. I didn't manage to slice the vine in half, but I did manage to cut across it without breaking any claws. For half a second, dark energy lingered where my hand had swung. Whoa, that's a big improvement. You're very welcome. The speed and power is phenomenal. Those are the night beast powers you talked about. Yeah, Jinx basically kept me alive in the tree. Incredible. I always knew you were meant for great things, Talia. I've never seen an Amorphian enhance themselves like that before. I'm lucky to have a friend like Jinx. <laughs> How long till you think I can get the claws down? You could certainly deal some damage with them now. But it may be a few more weeks until they grow longer. Got it. Mind sticking with me until then, Jinx? My pleasure, Talia. Actually, I have a question for your mother. Oh, okay. You want to do your psychic link thing? Yes. Um. Hello, Talia's mother. Oh, why, hello there, little one. You can call me Violet. It's nice to hear your voice. Or the voice of your mind, perhaps. It's quite... Cute. Adorable. Yes, yes, I know. I was actually going to say youthful. For one who has lived so long, it seems your energy and curiosity remain strong. Well, an old maid like me actually finds that rather sweet. Consider me charmed, Violet Wick. Same to you, Jinx. How can I help you? It's about something you said a few weeks ago. I've been racking my brain over it. 
You mentioned fairies being cursed, and the Celestial Gate can break that curse. I actually have no idea what you're talking about, and I've lived for thousands of years, even before the Realm Tree existed. Hmm, I forgot about that. Well, that's a bit of knowledge even the Council doesn't know, but the Amorphians do. I told Cassius some time after we first met, so he and I may be the only ones who know this in all the six realms. Interesting. Go on, please. Thousands upon thousands of years ago, fairies were once among the most powerful and mischievous of species. But they abused their strength for sadistic purposes. Stealing children, murdering others, and so on. The other races, including Amorphians, punished fairies by cursing their bloodlines. Fairies lost their wings. The Celestial Gate is a stolen Amorphian relic that breaks that curse, taken before the Realm Tree was planted. And they put it at the top of the tree. That alone shapes fairy society so much. Because only the worthy fairies can break the curse and get their wings. Yes. Yet long ago they were simply born with them. I see. Thank you, Violet. That's a lost part of history right there. Happy to help. I'm glad I finally have a reason to tell someone about it. Now, shall we keep practicing? Talia? Jinx? Yeah, let's do it. As my mom said, after weeks of constant practicing, I could make my nails long and sharp like claws at will. They weren't as precise as mom's even with Jinx helping me, but they were able to slice through vines without much of a problem. Next on the agenda was learning the powers of the fish-tailed, or mermaids, as my mom once called them. That's how I ended up spending my days diving into rivers and off waterfalls. After another unsuccessful transformation, I met my mom at the top of the waterfall again. You're so close, Talia, I can feel it. I feel it too. Like, something inside me is itching to get out. Gonna try it one more time before taking a break. Go ahead. Let's make it count. I stood atop the waterfall, feeling the coolness rush across my bare feet. I took a running start, and instead of jumping, I let the current push and carry me. Feeling the rush around me as I fell down the stream into the river below, I started to push myself down through the water and crashed through the surface of the river. I thought of my duel with Aquamarine before the test, fighting through her wave of water. Then I thought of swimming to find Mercury underground. Then of bursting through the water tightened with Jinx's powers. Now, deep in the river, I kicked my legs beneath me in a wave-like motion. I went up faster and faster. I rose to break the surface and blasted upwards with a purple mermaid tail. Droplets of the river scattered around me and I rolled onto the riverbank, my tail changing back into legs as I stood up. (laughs) Mom! Mom! I did it! I waved frantically at the top of the waterfall. In a shine of silver wings, my mom flew down to me and caught me in a hug. Did it, my girl! (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. Talia! From the forest, the tiny form of Jinx came rushing back. She leapt onto my arm and climbed to my shoulder. Talia, Violet, change of plans. We gotta move now. Whoa, whoa, slow down. What's wrong? The council found the base. We need to go. So right as we all went to cross over the stream... Lex slipped his fancy shoes on a rock and fell in. He looks like an angry cat when we pulled him out. <laughs> That's downright hilarious. I can imagine the look on his face. <laughs> well, I didn't particularly enjoy it. 
Why do you have to tell your brother every single embarrassing thing that happened to me? Come on, man, we're just poking fun. Yeah, man. I miss when you two hated each other. We, we don't. don't. I walked and laughed with Lex and my brother from the forest back to the Demeter house. We saw Daisy and Gardenia ahead of us. Hey, Daisy. It's your buds over there. You're right. Hey, guys. Hello, ladies. Just in time. You can save me from these bespectacled bullies. They won't leave me alone. Well, did you deserve it? Hmm. Maybe. Just sharing some stories after working on our magic. Nick and I have a lot to catch up on. Everyone's working so hard today. Well, if we're all finished with our training, I think it's lunchtime. How's that sound? Yes, please. I'm famished. I could go for a bite as well. And I'll share all the embarrassing Nadine stories I could possibly think of. Please, like you have any dirt on me. You were pretty red when we rode together on that deer. Hungry! Wow, so hungry, guys. Let's talk about anything else. Oh, so smooth. Was that sass, Mr. Golden Ray? Is that surprise, Miss Christelle? While we were talking, Gardenia stopped suddenly. I wasn't looking ahead of me, and I bumped into her, knocking my glasses askew. Oh, sorry! Hey, what's... We all froze. Ahead of the five of us were two figures. Catherine Zephyr, arms folded and wings spread, dressed in a military uniform. And Spring Representative Lily Green Lancaster, in an ornate gown, smiling with her eyes as she stood between us and the trail back to the Demeter house. Well now. Looks like we finally found you. The Realm Tree was created by Jumar Thompson and Julian Hermano and is performed by voice artists all over the world. To show your support, please visit therealmtree.com and follow our socials. Thank you for listening and tune in next time for episode 25, Lightning Strikes.